Welcome to the Essay for FAs Asset Allocator Podcast, a series that addresses issues of current interest to financial advisors, including ETFs, asset allocation, and the economy. I am your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and today's topic is what to make of gold mining stocks, which have rallied substantially over the past couple of months. It was a few years after the financial crisis. I can no longer recall whether it was 2011, 2012, or later, but I was attending a financial conference, and one of the speakers was someone regarded as among the most esteemed financial analysts, not a money manager, but the author of many highly acclaimed books. During his presentation, he let slip, parenthetically it seemed, what can only be described as a stock tip. This guy is so the opposite of stock tips. It's hard to imagine what he was thinking, but he essentially told an audience of hundreds, if not thousands of financial advisors that he saw no value in the stock market with the possible exception of, you could hear the hushed silence as every advisor's ears perked up, gold mining stocks. Folks who were actively investing then may recall that there was a lot of skepticism about the market at that time. People were waiting for the other shoe to drop post-crisis, and here was this gray eminence, revered as an intellectual, saying there was something possibly worth investing in, and it was in such a narrow corner of the market, he offered a few reasons and went on. Orders for Vanex 2 gold mining ETFs must have been flying through the cables that day. For maybe a year or more afterwards, I monitored the progress of those ETFs and was amazed to see how stalwartly they continued to plumb new lows, even while seemingly everything else went up, up, up. It was a very valuable lesson for me in how even the most brilliant experts are no match for the market. And one minute long aside, he was pretty much wrong about everything the stock market had to offer and for close to a decade. The gold miners ETF is still about only half the price it sold for at that time. The junior miners, nearly a fourth of its price during that era. As professional investors, you know it's not just the loss that hurts, but the length of time intensifies the pain. Now that gold appears to be enjoying a sustained rally, we're starting to hear voices go one step further and advocate gold miners. Naturally, one hears every reason under the sun. Their favorable valuation metrics, increased demand, these companies' productivity and efficiency necessitated by a prolonged tough market, and the all-too-evident reality that these stocks are poorly correlated to the broad stock market, thus enhancing portfolio diversification. I hear all that, and I don't doubt that gold miners will again have their day in the sun, maybe even right now, but I can't endorse them as an investment because the very arguments themselves treat them as speculation. Truly great investors, by which I mean people like Benjamin Graham, whose work has now stood for nearly a century, distinguished between investing and speculation. The former would assure safety of principle and generate a return, the latter not. I don't hear anyone who thinks gold mining operations are a good place to park one's money for the long term. Their advocates merely think their time has come. That is, according to Graham's definition, speculation. As a relevant aside, a few years ago I became convinced that gold was worth owning. I'm not a gold bug at all, and don't own it because I think it's a great investment. To the contrary, as I've argued often, I believe that one should always maintain a large cash position, but I am aware of the fact that the dollar goes up and down and there will undoubtedly be times that I won't want to be a seller of dollars. It could be, though, that I will have a need to dispose of my currency at precisely such a time. 
it therefore dawned on me that I should own another currency that is likely to do well when the dollar is not. My eyes opened and I saw gold. Today is a perfect illustration of that concept. The dollar is beginning to weaken under the expectation that interest rates will fall, and gold is beginning to rise out of a prolonged narrow trading band. In any event, I was delighted to add gold to my portfolio not as an investment, but self-consciously as a cash equivalent I could sell instead of dollars if I wanted to. The matter seemed to be pure logic. But now some wise guys want to take this a step further. If gold will be good, gold miners will be even better. That could happen, but to me that is overshooting the mark. It would be like taking my reasoning for owning another currency, but instead of buying gold, buying the Turkish lira. The lira will have its day too, but its owners will rarely get satisfaction. And when they do, they'll be reluctant to sell, whether to earn back their losses or in hopes of making a killing. They'll hold the lira and before they blink, it'll go back to being the lira. Let's not overthink this. Let our currency be currency and our investments investments. The kind of risk-based investments I have long advocated are broadly diversified among countries and industries, which is volatile enough without concentrating in one highly shaky industry. Financial advisors who speculate will appear as smart to their clients as that conference speaker I mentioned. Advisors should deliver quality. Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast useful, please leave a review on Apple or Google Podcasts so that others can discover this series. Meanwhile, you can contact me at gill at seekingalpha.com if you have feedback or requests, and make sure to subscribe wherever you get podcasts.